Father and son DJ team Jim Scott and Maximilian are about to end an era on their fun Friday night drive show on Radioactive. Like a few other shows on Active, theirs has become an institution for many and it is always the gateway to the weekend. Before Max heads off overseas, I wanted to get a bit of a retrospective on how it has been doing a standout show with your dad. And I'm sure there are a few funny stories as Jim and Max have spent a lot of their lives as part of the Radioactive family. Jim and Max, welcome to B-Sides on Access Radio. Um, thank you, and it's nice to be here. Yeah. Kia ora. Yeah, kia ora. Welcome. Um, now, no one could quite get to the bottom of it, but can you remember how long you have been doing the Friday night drive slot on Radioactive? Um, well, I've been doing it for, I think, 14 years, apparently, because Lewis Tennant, who did the Friday show before me, right. sort of put a thing on Facebook and said he left in 2000, <laughs> which makes it 14 years. Nice. But... I don't know. I, 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 you know, who knows? That, that, that sounds like the truth, but it sounds like longer than I've actually been doing it, actually. It, I, it's a long time, eh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it seems longer than... Yeah. For I don't that, know. Do you know? Do you, I, do you know? That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. I think, been, and I think possibly in that time, I haven't been doing it all that time, but pretty reasonably regularly. Yeah, and it's always been... Reginice with um, a few different people. I think I did it with Lewis Tennant for a bit, then... John Martin for a bit, and then I do know the year 2009 when I've just Sri Lanka came back, and then Pot just started doing it. And I think it was with I said that's when I started doing it with you. Who started doing it? Pot, 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 Pol Pot. What? <laughs> no. Who started doing <laughs> what? Okay. When? I'm I started. I'm pretty sure I started doing it with Lewis, Lewis Tennant. Yeah, yeah, and, and then Bryce, and then Bryce. John, yeah. Ma- that's John Martin. Yeah, Bryce. And, and someone else. There might have been someone else, but I can't remember no. that person. No, you're doing it on your own for a little bit. Was yeah. I? Okay. And okay, then I, I or did I come and you kicked Bryce out, maybe? No, 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 no. When I came back and then sort of, I I don't know. I wasn't going to do it. And then I think ended up doing it with you. So yep, you kicked that's Bryce right. Out. So how did that come around? Because, so was that a conscious thing? Did you say to Max, come and do the show? Or did you just kind of evolve into it? I think so. Yeah, it just kind of happened. Yeah. Um, I came. I, I just got back from travelling in India, I think, and then a little bit of time um, living in Oakuni. And I, I'd done previous. I've been doing shows previously before right. uh, Flow, the Tuesday Flow, for a little while with my mate Rad. Yeah. And also a year or two of uh, you know graveyard shifts and whatnot. <laughs> um, Is that the training ground? That's that definitely the training yeah. ground, but probably some of the um, yeah funnest times as as well on the radio. You kind of have the whole studio to yourself yeah. and um, all your drunken buddies as well, and <laughs> just go a bit nuts. But um, but yeah, um, after after all that, I think. Yeah, so you got back from somewhere and I got back from somewhere and I don't think we wanted to do shows on our own necessarily, but um, yeah, just thought it'd be cool to collab. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got a funny feeling that um, Scott Nicholson, who was the DJ at the time, so this is about 2009, 2010, yeah. actually wanted Max to do it 
and I think possibly I just stuck around. <laughs> I think Did you got ra- a railroad that, Jim? I think so. I think he actually wanted, and, and maybe it was Max and Rad were supposed to be doing it, and maybe Rad went away, and maybe I ended up filling in. Yeah. I don't know. Just stuck around. Just stuck around. Like, like a like bad a smell. So then, Max, how long have you been DJing together? Let's get that one out. Five years. About five. Yeah. See, that's a long time. Does it ever feel like you were doing something unique to get, you know, like being a father and so, do you know of any others? Mm, I don't know. I'd, it's, not, it's never felt Not really. Me, no. I guess it just seems kind of like second nature almost because mm. I've grown up around Radioactive with both my dad and mum and, and also play music together. Yeah. Like that's where I get you know most of my inspiration all my musical tastes are from from him and and my mum so it's just it's kind of like we've always been playing music together it's just this time it's like we're talking a and, bit and more that, that whole thing's kind of flipped on itself so now a lot of my new musical taste actually comes from max and that and that it's quite amazing. and having him means i can just basically be lazy i can just fall back on old types of music and then learn the new stuff from max yeah. kind of thing um so yeah that's so it has a double a double reason doing the show with Max. It means it. I can keep up with music and yeah. I don't really have to because Max actually spends quite a bit of time sort of going yeah. through and listening and listening and I I just I don't have to bother, I can just turn up and, <laughs> and, and just listen to the stuff. Yeah. It's quite handy. It's really. my gift. It's yeah. my gift it's back really nice, to you. It's a payback for you know all those Yeah, yeah, things. yeah. And, and now that you've found all your records, it's kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's quite good there's some new ones in there too, which I, I, I didn't even know I had. Uh, oh, God. So it's interesting because normally, you know, going through being a parent with kids getting their own musical taste, you know, parent to music... Uh, music tastes are polarised and yet although you both seem to have a different taste it seems to create a bit of a chemistry mm-hmm. in your show which has made it quite unique has that felt like anything unusual or what you do or mm. um, I don't know I think we, we, we definitely see that but I think that's what we really harness about it is twos you know those kind of um uh, those real differences in our in our tastes, and I'm and, I, and I'm sure the listeners hear that too. A lot of the kind of older style stuff that yeah. gets played, which is usually Jim, and then <laughs> no, no, well, no that, <laughs> that, that, that's sort of true, but it's also but Max actually frozen some you know some older stuff too. It's not just you know, and also you know occasionally I'll throw in something new. I think, yeah, maybe. I guess yeah, but I guess it's just we, we like we like to have that that balance and. As long as it's kind of good or interesting or yeah. different, you know, we like to like but, to play it. But I don't think it's actually a conscious thing. I don't, I, no, I not don't at think, all. You know, like it's not. Like, I think I know there are some DJs who come in and, and it's totally planned. I know Max makes up a bit of a playlist, but yeah. it's pretty much he'll be playing pretty much just what he feels like at the time. Well, yeah, that's totally. what it feels to me because quite often he'll I'll be playing something and he'll think, oh shit, that'll go right. well after that, and, yeah. and kick me off. Um, well, you know what I mean. You know, there'll be a tune that he thinks, shit, that will go next, will after that tune. So there's no real, it's not a conscious planning of the type of music. I think it just yeah. sort of just happens. We kind of come with a mixed bag each and then just whatever happens, happens. Eh? Yeah. yeah. Although I do notice that Jim always drops a killer track about 6.45. 
Really? Is that 6.45 kilogen track time? If I am driving, yeah, yeah, there's always a beauty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's probably, it's it's our age. But one that I get, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because Max, there's always a tune that I go, you know, that Max will play, and I go, oh, what is that? And I have to sort of chase it up. Right, yeah. Going back to that influence, it's definitely put me onto that whole cumbia thing, which, you know, I I wouldn't have got if Max hadn't been around. Yeah. So that's an amazing transition. So just going back a bit, so Jim, I know that you've your record collection has been, you know, inspirational to a few DJs around town. And so that's um, so Max, when you were surfing through or just going through Jim's collection, Jim and Mitch's collection, what was standing out for you as a kid? Like, can you remember particular tracks? Um, just anything with a cool record cover, I guess. You know, <laughs> whatever jumped out at me. Graphics uh, first, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always a kid, you know. It's the first thing that pops out. But I mean, it wasn't such a bad thing to kind of go off first, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, like the Beats, Rhymes and Life by um, Tribe Called Quest, I think was, you know, it's still a standout album for me. And just that, I just remember just like being in awe of this really awesome kind of graphically crazy cartoon graffiti influenced cover. And 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 from there, I kind of, I guess, started listening to hip hop because of that. Right, yeah. And um and yeah, getting into other other parts of urban art and graffiti and stuff as well, you know. So I guess yeah, f- from from the young age. But then as time went on, I just they just had you know shelves and shelves of records, and I you know I had time, so I could just just kind of listen through. I don't know. Are you thankful for this journey that you've had? I guess through having your mum and dad being so so into music. Oh yeah, most yeah. Most, most definitely. Yeah. yeah, I think we all are too. But most people, <laughs> mo- most people are into music though, isn't it? Sort of just that we've had that um, conduit of active to be able to you know to play it. I suppose. Mm, mm. But just back onto Mac, the influence thing on Max. I do. I've got a mate who is a flatmate, Mike Yule. And he's got the story that Max actually wasn't really into records initially because he recalls his time walking into the room and Max would have been, I don't know, probably less than one. And Max has just got has somehow found some sand and rocks and he's pulled all these records out. I think, I think they're actually Mike's records, not mine. <laughs> yeah. And he was just rubbing the sand and, oh and, and the rocks into the <laughs> but, um, that, but then Max, was, uh, one, yeah. one of the early... You know, you, you, you have those, those things that you make your kids when they're crying happier there's always yeah. some rubber and I think with Max what I do recall we'd put on um, Salt and Pepper's Push It and, oh, and, and, that, yeah. and that would make <laughs> Max suddenly you know like feel a bit better and he'd start doing this quite jiggy dance <laughs> to that but I, I think maybe he was 13 at that point still, no, still no, love that he show. would have been about 1 or 2 I think you know, yeah. and that was his that, that was my first memory of Max Appreciating music, right? Yeah. yeah. And Mum used to always make me um, mixtapes as well, right? Cool. Um, especially when she was kind of living up in Auckland for a little bit. And yeah, I think one that stuck out was like "Made with Maxi Mum Love" was oh, the name of the mixtape, and and that that had kind of introduced me to heaps of yeah, different weird but funky stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Can you remember anything from that? Um, I remember that tune. Um, What's, who does the let it flow become a woman? What's that tune called? Do 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 do. Oh yeah, French French guys or something. It rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's not that let it flow now. I don't know. 
but yeah, not really. <laughs> that's nice, that's nice. So just with your time around active, so Jim, you've been around the active institution for mm. many years. Mm. Can you remember your first times at Radioactive? Yeah, I was working at Summer City, and this, so this is 1984, so that's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I'd heard, and I'd, it was finishing at Summer City, I can't remember what I was doing, I was running the pools or something like that, I was quite young, and I'd finished journalism school, I think, the year before, and I'd heard they needed a news editor, so I went up. And it was, and they basically just hired me on the spot because I don't think anyone else had gone up. And yeah, it was, it was probably paying paying about twenty dollars a week or something. And um, so I became the news editor at Radioactive, wow. and then sort of after a few weeks, ended up doing a show. And I think on the first show there was a tune I really liked, and I think I played it about three or four times. And and the, you know the program director at the time was this you know university geek. You can't do that sort of thing. So, which is true, you can't. But that was my first memory of, yeah, active. Being up, there. Yeah, being up there. And so then Mitch was around as well, and then you were bringing the kids up. Yeah. You know, that's that, that's another thing that popped up on the Mighty Facebook. But I, I remember that as well. So, Max, when can you remember your first time? When, when were you conscious that you were around the radio, in the radio station? Oh, ages ago. I guess it must have been like six or something like that, seven or... I don't know, just me, me and Wire used to just, uh, for some reason, I guess, yeah, they, they were doing the shows and stuff and we would just have to hang out and <laughs> we used to just run havoc all around Vic, Vic Uni pretty much. I just remember one of the favourite things for us would be playing in the, the the recycling rubbish bins, we'd just like jump in and out of them down the <laughs> bottom and and yeah, yeah, um, we were just, it must have been really early, yeah, five or six or... And there's just all these kind of, I don't know, scruffy weirdos hanging out and <laughs> all the time. And <laughs> at Vic or at, at Radioactive? At Radioactive, yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it was one and the same because it was in the, the active office then was yeah, part yeah. of Victoria. I, th- I think Max might have been up younger than five. I definitely, why was up there as a baby? Yeah. Because um, Midge started as program director. Right. And then I think she was manager for a little bit, so she that would have been, yeah, Max would have been about four or five then, at least, yeah. Wyatt was definitely a baby and a little, you know, she was up there sort of all day and, you know, the little station mascot. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So what is it about Active that's kept you there? Because that then is, a, that is even more than your 14 years. Now we're talking... <coughs> 30. 30. 30 years. Mm. Right. What is it about the active family that's kept you around, kept, kept you locked into it? What's kept me there is, is that um, it's just a way of keeping up with music and music that I like. I've always liked um, not hearing the same tune over and over and over again. Mm. I, I, having said that, you know, there are tunes that you do like and you end up playing over and there's over. There's a few you play every week, eh? Hey? No, there's only one that <laughs> there's I play couple, There's a couple. A there's there's a one couple. time I play once a month. Um <laughs> And uh, no, it's all about the music. Just and yeah. vaguely, um, just staying on top of stuff that is new and fresh, and 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 you're not listening to it for the sake of listening to it. You listen yeah. to it because it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you, Max? Yeah, I, I guess yeah. That's like that's a real um, that's a real big push for me. Is just that it's just 
it's a good format to um, yeah keep up with music, push 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 new music on to other people. I guess kind of try and change the monotony of shit radio that yeah. seems to be kind of prevalent all the time on you know this car stereo it's very seldom that you come across actual good music that's on there because people love to play it you know and and that, and so that just kind of transcends to the people that are up there doing the radio shows all the time they're mm. up there because they love it no one's getting paid or except for you know the people Brickies. yeah yeah and 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 oh, i think that, that that passion really comes comes through and everything that um radioactive do you know yeah and, and it sort of gives you a bit of it gives you a kind of a, a freedom just to do what you want within yeah. the realms of whatever. So there's been times pre-Max where I've you know, done other not musical kind of shows on active, like started doing a show called The Sound of Cooking, which was a cooking show. Didn't really have anything to do with food. <laughs> um, and, and The Joy of Knowledge, which was a program about knowledge, which yeah. didn't have anything to do with knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and the joy of knowledge led to the alternative rugby commentary. So those those <laughs> were kind of other things that were sort of not music, but active gave you that um, springboard to doing these things that you just couldn't do anywhere else. No, I mean, yeah. now those sort of things have probably come more, you know, t- TV and stuff than then. But back then, I think it was... It was quite. It was kind of innovative yeah. radio, and um, and a couple of them were quite popular. I think the alternative commentaries were quite quite common, and I think yeah they've been taken up by other people doing them. But at the time, that was the first sort of partnership I had on actor was actually with John Campbell, name drop. But he did the. You had a partnership with John, John, the John Campbell on yeah, Active. Yeah, so John and I did, did the, the joy. <laughs> he did, sometimes did the sound of cooking, but then. We did the Joy of Knowledge, and then Joy of Knowledge became the alternative rugby commentaries. Right. Yeah, and that's where he um, he got picked up, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Is there some bitterness there, Jim? <laughs> I, 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 I see his up, face I, right I, now. Yeah. I rang him up one night, sort of, he just started on TV3 or something, yeah. and said, oh, remember me? Yeah. <laughs> Drunk and Where's grumpy. Where's my hand up? No, but, um, no, he, no, 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 good, because he... No, I think this is a true story. There's a guy yeah. on... Classic Jim quote there, eh? I think this is a true story. <laughs> guy on that National Rugby, Glenn, Glenn um, I can't remember his name, but he was, he was the program director, not the program director, the news editor on, that, on Morning Report. And he sort of knew John yeah. and heard John. And John, you know, he's got, I don't know if it's the voice, but he's a bit more articulate than I am anyway. And I th- I'm pretty sure listening to the alternative commentaries led to him being employed as a National right. Rugby journalist. Yeah. I, yeah, 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 maybe. It's a pretty true story. That's sort of. John, John, <laughs> hey, quite, agree, quite hey, possibly a yeah, true story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you've got a talent scout somewhere, but and he just, knows. Yeah, who, yeah, John's the one. Yeah. He'll, and he'll tell you that he everything he knows he's he's learnt from me. <laughs> <laughs> Not. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Max? How, so, just in terms of radioactive, how do you feel it's influenced you in your life? Like, you know, because that's a pretty, like you were saying, Jim, amazing to have a forum and, and a space to be and be creative in your own zone. You know, that's how's that been influenced you personally? Yeah, I guess much in the same. Yeah, it just kind of yeah gives you that kind of platform to. I guess it's a real kind of express expression of of self yeah. and and yeah um yeah just and just just a motivator as well you know it's really motivated me to get out there and just uh, just discover 
um, whether it be music or you know art or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of yeah, it's that platform that makes you just get out there and um, push yourself. I yeah. guess. Yeah. And that funny regular thing too, like just having to do it every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Drives yeah. you a bit. Well, that, that that is another thing though. Also, the, the, having the two of us, this is kind of the mechanics of it. But quite often. Max is out of town, I'm out of town, or one of us is busy with work or whatever, and you can just fall back on the other person just going, oh, look, I can't turn up. Yep. Do you mind doing the show? <laughs> sure. Normally it's sure. Yeah. <laughs> so just that's another question. One night, I mean, your banter is quite funny. <clears throat> I'm just guessing that you that is not prescribed at all. That is how it is. It's just how we talk all the time, <laughs> normally. <laughs> is it funny? I don't. Uh, yeah, I, don't I, don't, know. I never think it'd been funny. Jim's pretty say funny. It's funny, and I'm going, "What was funny about that?" <laughs> it has had me crying sometimes, and I'm sure I'm not the only one um, with laughter. Um, but one night you got lost, and you were on the radio waiting for Jim, and I loved it. It was like, "Jimmy, you're out there. You know, your car broke down or something." I mean, you know, are these? Oh, he was like an hour late. <laughs> yeah. And he came and didn't say a word. I can't remember that. Traffic. Yeah, well, yeah. it was traffic. It's bound to be traffic. But We'd driven on a Friday night. He turned up with beers, so that kind of you know evened everything out. It was oh. okay. It was okay. Good on you. So now, do you end up talking about your radio show around the dinner table a bit? No, never. No. no, not really. It's kind of it's a go and do it and. No, I nah. no. Have you so, ever had to have words, quiet words? Um, Dad. Nah, I guess not cool. I, 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 I sometimes, <laughs> yeah, I sometimes am guilty of that. Um, I think yeah, it might be sort of I'll do a, a probably what is possibly a, a very hilarious joke. <laughs> um, Max will do this all Dad joke. But you know, it was, it was probably for most people, it was a hilarious joke. It probably is, probably was, maybe. But you know, that's also part of the father son dynamic. I guess you can't get away from that. I think that's the same with any dad joke mentality. Yeah, you know, and being the son, it's. Yeah. But yeah, you've, that's all part of it. You've just had to stomach it, Max, and yeah, move on. Yeah, but I think time. you'll find that with every you know parent-child such as Max said, parent-child situation, it's going to happen. The, you know, the, the child is going to go. <laughs> Maybe that's Stop what it. has been so funny is that we're getting an insight to that live on air every Friday. Yeah, maybe. But I don't think it's intentional. It just yeah, that's just the way it is. So you're right. It's sort of its own natural. But at at the same point, I, I don't think we ever actually make a conscious effort to, you know, to overdo it. No, I don't you know. think so. And so, in some ways, might pair it back a bit. Yeah. Because you know. I think actually, when we first started, I, I think that a lot of people, and probably still, we never even mentioned that we're father son it would only people like you that actually know that right, I, yeah, yeah. I guess it yeah I was just thinking that when you you were talking about right. that before like yeah. we, we've never actually said and and we don't and we're not kind of like dad or son <laughs> or nice one <laughs> papa or you know it's yeah. Jimbo Maximilian and I guess it's just creeped out slowly like little snippets that yeah. he is actually my and, dad and, and if anything I think um, you know Max is more like the father figure 
Don't know about that. He's kind of like the next kind of the mature one, and yeah. I'm, the, I'm the silly little, you know, <laughs> immature brat. I think yeah. that's what's happening with the next generation. I'm the stiff old man. Yeah. yeah. And Max, you're about to leave Welly again, and Jim, you've lived here all your life, pretty much as I have, on and off. What is it about Wellington that you think is special, and you think we should work to hold, you know, to preserve or hold on to? One of the things I like about Wellington is it's the people. <laughs> and I know anyone can say that about any city, but I think about Wellington, you've kind of got that real, it is kind of a, it is a, quite a community, but it's still got that kind of a city feel about it. Yeah. Mm. But it's it's that mix of... It's a big village. Yeah, it's like yeah. a big village, which can, you know, as everyone can, knows, can be a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. But, but it's mostly a good thing as long as you're being good. Um, yes. If you know, if, if <laughs> yes, you know, I do if you know, know what, what you mean. <laughs> um, but I, I think that's the thing. It's it's that it, 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 it feels like a city, but it feels like a yeah, village at the same time. Yeah. And um, that'd be my. Everything's well, pretty like accessible, it. you know. Mm. Like, and just the fact that there's so many connections going on, and so many different people doing really creative, different things. Mm. But then they're all kind of coming together and bumping heads, and such a small proximity, you know. It just it really creates a, a healthy, creative um, environment, which I think is really, yeah, really kind of um, unique about Wellington. The only thing we're missing is is the weather. I think <laughs> that's the only thing. <laughs> we get the odd day. Yeah, yeah. Or, or what is something? The last question you'll remember about doing the drive sl- show slot with Jim. Um. Well, probably having some beers tonight, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and I don't know. Hopefully, have have have. Have a few people up there, have a few laughs. I think it will come out, to, yeah, yeah, a lot of it will come out tonight. I think, um, yeah, there's no, nothing specific, but you kind of, you, you know that when it's gone, you'll go, oh, actually, that was quite good. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I, not that I ever tell him, but, you know, I do love my son. And, and it's, and no, no, it's, a, it, it's an honour and a privilege to, to be able to, because you're right, I don't think many you know, parents can say they do a radio show, or you know, lots of parents do neat things with their kids. Yeah. But th- there is a sort of uniqueness. So there's no specific. It's actually just it, 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 it's just nice to do something. You know, I guess different and fun with hmm. your son. With your kid. Yeah. It is. It is good. Good father son bonding time. <laughs> it's not always good. I mean, you know, it's just good radio. in theory. Just yeah. radio talk. Yeah. No, no, that's good. There it was, the classic German mix.
ahead and twist your back and get your body bumping. I told you leave your situations out the door. So grab somebody and get your ass on the dance floor. Let's get it. 